Hey, this is Goathead. And this is Amish. And we are Stooges with Stogies. Yeah, so what have you been reading in the news lately, Amish? <laughs> Just stories about your mom. Oh, well, she makes the news a lot. Mostly for, <laughs> mostly for her philanthropic and charitable endeavors. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. Because she, um, she might be listening. And I, <laughs> I haven't seen much good lately. It's uh, it's all been pretty pretty bland. Uh, I did I did have a job interview here recently that was all conducted via like internet stuff. Like so, the questions were all on this website, and you had to record your answers. And I thought it was all very strange, and so I was kind of investigating to see if that's a growing trend or what was going on with that. And I saw an article about how your job interview, your next job interview, may be with a robot, whether you realize it or not. Apparently, AI is becoming uh, more widespread is is getting more widespread use for job interview software. Um, wow! Yeah, really interesting. Um, the use of artificial intelligence has become increasingly widespread in recruitment over the last few years. Candidates are often asked to complete video interviews or online tests without any awareness that an algorithm will be the first assessor of their application. So it kind of it makes that a really impersonal process. Yeah. Um, well, I, I guess <laughs> you're... The way I look at it, and my field is very different than, well, some... Because you know, in the manufacturing, you're hiring a skill set. You're right. not hiring. You're not hiring a person who has to deal with, you know, in a team or uh, you know with other people. So are you saying personality is not really that important? Exactly. Yeah. Because there are uh, a few people I work with that don't have them. They came without personality. Yeah, just blank slate. And then there are people with the personality of ten. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Which are awesome and stick with you, but you know if you're if you're going after a specific thing, you know if you if you want somebody to do something, which I would assume would be a lot more these days. You're working from home; you don't have to deal with you know people in your space or yeah. sharing space and stuff like that. Maybe that would make more sense, but I you know I don't know. I guess I don't. <laughs> well, I definitely feel like in a lot of jobs, you know, it's not just a skill set. It really is you're hiring for personalities that are going to work on a team. Get like a stress test. Yeah. Like they're going to see how how you answer and anything in your voice that would indicate stress or. Wow, maybe. I didn't even think about that. They're using like a. Uh, yeah. See, I assumed it was probably going to just be looking at keywords. Like a lie detector test kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, it's a little bit mysterious still as to exactly how they're using the AI to, to filter candidates. But maybe, I do. it maybe. does sound like it's just usually a first line. Like probably the job that I was applying for, I'm sure was a high volume Applicate, you know, there were probably a lot of applicants, so probably, you know, they needed that extra layer of filtering. But 
big company. Probably don't even want to work for them because they do investment banking. And that sounds vampirish. <laughs> yeah. Well, they make a lot of money. They do make a lot of money, which is the draw. Yeah. Like, if they're just going to throw money at me, well, I mean, I can be bought. Let's be honest. There is a price tag on pretty much everybody. Absolutely. And nearly anything. But. Yeah. I mean, how much would the Russians have to pay you to make weapons for them? <laughs> Surprisingly little. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I mean, if somebody wanted me to write po- propaganda for the flat earth movement, I'd, I'm in for the right price. <laughs> oh, yeah. The earth is totally flat. Totally. <laughs> Let me tell you. Have you looked outside lately? I don't see any curves. We live in Iowa. That shit is flat. Dead flat. <laughs> oh, I love those arguments, though. It's, it's fun to see. Like, those conspiracy theories are awesome. Well, for, yeah. Like, the, you know, there's a bunch of them that the, the sky is simulated. It's a big plasma TV. The most likely scenario is, yes, the sky is simulated. I mean, that's Occam's which, razor right there. Which you would have to, you know. And, you know, and all this, the six-foot distancing, you know. How many people is that knocked over the edge? I mean, there's got to be yeah. a horrific number. And what's over the edge? Turtles? I, <laughs> I just, I heard it was turtles all the way down. Probably just a bunch of turtles. Yeah. It's also funny because they they talk about like the other planets and they're all round because we've seen them. We know they're round. Sure. But since we've never been to space, we don't know that the earth is round. Yeah. <laughs> what well, so we've never been to space? According to flat earth, okay. no, we have not been to space. So I'm guessing there are no astronauts who believe in the flat earth earth theory god i hope not guessing because there'd have to be a delusion wasn't there a guy who like built a rocket and he was gonna like fly up into the stratosphere to prove that the earth was flat or something oh probably and i think he died pretty sure he died yeah and and see here's the thing all right if it's a plasma tv like what are you gonna do when you hit it in a rocket i mean die probably (laughs) yeah I, it just, it, it's so ludicrous and detached from reality. <laughs> well, I can't believe that the Flat Earth police didn't stop him from launching his rocket to begin with. I mean, <laughs> aren't they invested in him not discovering the truth? Yeah, you would think exposing the, it? the men in black would show up and say, hey. You can't do that. You're not, you're not destroying everybody's perception of reality. Right. Or at least when he got back, they'd flash him with their little red uh, memory erasing device. Yeah, which would be handy. I think if you could get real selective about that, there's a few days I'd like to forget. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's some there's some nights mostly that I'd like to forget. But most of them I see that's the again, the beauty of alcohol. <laughs> a lot of them you, you did. can you can wipe that shit. <laughs> there's a couple mornings I'd like to forget. Right. <laughs> the so, nights I already forgot. <laughs> we can forget the morning. Have you ever woke up next to someone you wanted to forget? Uh, yes. Yeah. Haven't you? Who hasn't? It seems like a universal experience. Virgins? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, anyone, no drink. one, I feel like most people our age have had that experience 
where you woke up next to someone's like, oh, why did I do that? Not the livestock. Oh, no. It's <laughs> a great meme. You woke up in the barn? <laughs> uh, it's a great meme. It's, it's two o'clock and you've struck out. <laughs> Get my harpoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like if you if you actually jumped on a grenade, then at least you have the, the feeling of like, you know, that you did something for someone else. But here's the problem. That feeling of I jumped on a grenade that was protecting no one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's no fun for anyone. <laughs> I, she enjoyed it, I guess. Well, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, at least you, that was a charitable act, I suppose. <laughs> Not really. The worst part is, like, I can't even claim that it was once. Because I got drunk and did it again. Oh, yeah. Well, the worst was my brother. With the same kid. Oh, the same one. It was the same one. We were Eskimo brothers. Oh, that's right. Your little brother Eskimo. Oh, my goodness. Well, any port in a storm, boys. (laughs) Oh, didn't you? What what was the Florida news that we had this week? Wasn't there something about a Gatling gun? What? Oh. You you sent me that. It wasn't... uh, I, it wasn't this week. It must have been fairly recent. It looked like it was sort of a... It was like an air, a, a fighter jet mounted... No, yeah, it's a 20 millimeter electro, <laughs> electronic Gatlin gun pulled from a Navy fighter jet. Florida man says he has no immediate plans on what he'll be doing with his newly acquired M61 Vulcan. A 250-pound, six-foot-long, pneumatically-driven, six-barrel, air-cooled electric rotary cannon, which fires 6,000 20-millimeter rounds per minute. 6,000 20-millimeter rounds. Like, you realize, like, a second of that (laughs) costs more than my car. I can't imagine what, you know, a 50-caliber... I wouldn't want to shoot... 6,022 caliber rounds. Uh, uh, you know, a, a, a 50 caliber rifle round is $20. A, a pop. $20. Could you imagine what a 20 millimeter? Because that's, that's three quarters of an inch. It's a massive, massive round. And these are the ones that, I mean, they'll punch through an engine block. I mean, it just... Crazy wow. powerful. They they shred tanks with these things. Yeah. That's what they're for. Is What's, armored. So armored, that. Uh, and what? So what? Those round. What, what would the projectiles be made of? Iron, I would assume. Uh, most of them. Are, yeah, I mean, it's a. Uh, most of them have a. Uh, yeah. It's uh It's not lead, right? No. Cuz uh <laughs> because they'd melt because they move so fast. Yeah. So it's it's some sort of round probably uh copper jacketed to uh prevent wear on the barrel and stuff like that, but yeah, it's just a heavy slug to send through whatever. A 3/4 inch slug. Yeah. Wow. 6,000 of them. 6,000 of them a minute. That's just hard to comprehend. 
Like, and what that's, is he going to do with that? He's not going hunting. Yeah, that's a hundred a second. Every second, a hundred of those 100. would shred a deer. Yeah, a hundred of those would shred an elephant. Yeah, and like I said, they punch all the way through. Just like I said it, it's it's a big damn hammer. <laughs> is he going to take that to the fire? Could you imagine someone showing up to a, a shooting range with one of those things? <laughs> well, I'm going home. <laughs> well, I mean, this is something you could dig holes with. Like if you wanted, like, maybe that's you, what he's going to do with it. I'm pretty sure a very expensive you, mining tool. Full, you know, a full minute of firing this thing, you could bury a tank. <laughs> I mean, not even shooting the tank. How is it? How is it. that legal for him to own? Are you saying it shouldn't be? Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Well, I'm not exactly a proponent of gun control, but the Vulcan gun control, I think I might be for. I, I although there is like a, there, like you said that that costs more than your car. So if it, if the if it would cost more than your car to shoot for a minute, I'm assuming and I'm assuming a the, second. A sec- I mean, it's oh yeah yeah okay so and I'm assuming be fifty bucks. The around. ammunition is probably not going to be sold at your local Walmart. Yeah, I don't even know how you would get ammunition for it. So like a civilian probably can't buy these. It's kind of like that Chris Rock bit where he's like, you make the guns cheap and available, but you make the ammunition really expensive. So if you are going to, if he did shoot someone with that Vulcan gun, you got to assume they deserve it (laughs) because he spent so much money. He spent a lot of money to kill that guy or those people. Well, here's a a fun thing. Or that community of people that you could kill with that thing. They had... Their, uh, their uh, ground attack helic or ground attack uh, airplane. Uh, they used it like strafing arm- troops, armored personnel, armored carriers, and stuff like yeah. that, and tanks. And like I said, that's what they went after the World War II tanks with. But they could only fire it for so long because they would pull the trigger and it would start slowing the plane down. Wow. They always had to be in a dive and there was a time limit that you could use it because the plane would stall it out. It would literally slow the plane down. Wow. And I mean, that one's got to be up there. It'd have to be, you know, just wicked amount of recoil from 6,000 rounds. Like I said, a hundred rounds a second. 20 millimeter like I said you know that that, that the the round itself is probably eight inches long I mean it's just a massive yeah what would be comparable is that that's like throwing like 10 penny nails at someone like at high velocity uh I guess I I don't know <laughs> Yeah, I, it, it it it's ludicrous how big it is, because uh, even because it's bigger than a twelve gauge. All right, so would that be bigger than a spark plug? The round? I'd be comparable in size. I think most of them, most spark plugs, the yeah the the actual uh, hex on it would be pretty close to three quarter. Uh, yeah. So but, it'd be but like I mean it's it's also 
So it'd be it like throwing wins. solid steel spark plugs at someone. Yeah. At high velocity. Yeah, but I think they're they'd be even heavier. I mean, because it's well, yeah, because it's not you know those are ceramic. Yeah. Obviously, it would be quite a bit heavier. Well, but it's it, that size. Think of it solid as, steel as like a small ball peen hammer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> being shooting the heads of ball peen hammers at someone yeah. at high velocity. Something going fast enough that it breaks the sound barrier. Six thousand ball peen hammer heads yeah. flying at you a minute. That's scary," he said. "They, they shred, shred trains with them. That's amazing. Yeah, like I said, I I was kind of shocked that they would even. So, what is Florida man going to do with it? I hunt gators. I don't know. I mean, the is it going to? Maybe it's he's going uh, arapaima hunting, swamp ape hunting, swamp ape hunting, swamp apes. Another reason. Not going to Florida. Not going to Florida. There's some dude running around with a pneumatic Vulcan gun <laughs> that throws like five pound ball peen hammerheads at you. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. That's just, it's ludicrously wicked. Ludicrously wicked. But it's 250 pounds, so it's not like you can carry it. You're not seeking, sneaking that through airport security. He's probably saying. got it like rolling around on like a rascal scooter. <laughs> Tied on the back. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Need to work on my Photoshop skills. Oh man. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you ever mounted a Vulcan gun on your rascal? <laughs> Thanks for smoking. And drinking. With Amish. And Dothan. This has been Stooges. With Stokes. You're welcome. You're welcome.